Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we'll just erase like any trace of you from this whole podcast. He sees a picture of himself in underwear or something. (laughs) Hi guys! Welcome to Lovecast the Boys Love Podcast. I'm Heather, who's not usually here. We got pics nope. The pixie, oh my god, Alexa, and we don't have a script. Unscripted love cast, love cast unscripted. That's gonna be the title. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, <gasps> that's it. That's it. Love cast unscripted, where the intro is recorded after the podcast we recorded because we forgot that we had to record an intro because we just started speaking. Yes, enjoy. 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 <laughs> Segway. <laughs> Talking about children, favorite child actors in the BL industry. There are oh, child Lord. actors in the BL industry. I don't know any of their names. Well, it depends where. Yeah, it depends what you want to where you want to oh, start. No, do like... not bring up child actors because the first no, thing work. that pops into my head is oh, that atrocity that happened writer. with like, the lovely writer the and the people writer. sexualizing that yeah. child. That was weird. Those are weird Yeah. Times. Oh, no. I, it clicked now. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole episode with potentially, yeah, if you right? wanted to, with someone else like talking yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, they were also <sighs> very sexualizing the encounter of the children. Jean and Upsip, when they were kids, trying to sexualize yeah. their People relationship. People were really weird about young. the kid versions of Jean and Upsip, and I was like, "Yeah, they're literally That's meant to be like five cute. and nine or something like that." Yeah, no, like it was weird. Why does it always have to be about sex? Why does because, everything have to be sexualized? Because because society equates gayness to sex sexualization. Yeah. yeah, gayness is inherently hypersexualized in society and even in bl we can't escape that societal like assumptions about sex so like if there is any kind of romantic connotation or like an adult relationship that is tied Mm -hmm. back to their childhood it immediately gets made sexual because people are like oh they're hinting that they had feelings when they were kids 
That means they were gay, and gay means sex. So, like... Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's so disturbing to me that grown-up people will go to that place. Yeah, it's Straight weird. ahead. Like, it's almost like everyone equates, like, love with sex. Mm-hmm. Like, that has... I grew up hearing that, like, okay, if you're gonna be in a relationship, sex is the most important thing. Like, you cannot mm-hmm. be in love with someone and not have sex. You yes. need to give them sex, sex, sex. I'm just, what? No. Intimacy is the most important thing, and intimacy doesn't equate sex. Yeah. Always. It can be, mm-hmm. <laughs> but doesn't always. But it's not just BL. Like, obviously, it's very obvious, NBL, but it's it happens like in all our daily lives. Like my my mom, <laughs> we had a discussion about sex the other day, and she's like, "You need to give men sex because they have a need." And I'm just, what? It's weird. What? Oh, mama, mama Pixie, no. I'm sorry, but that's not how the world works. Excuse me, men have a need. That's why women need to give them sex. No. Mm. <laughs> I, it's, I, that, it, it's also that thinking, I think, that's kind of, that's how, I guess, the whole gay equals sex thing has also come about because it's a relationship with two men. And mm. if two men have needs and they, mm. like, then come of course together. their relationship is hypersexualized. It's all about mm. sex, yeah. And it's, that's just not true. And it's, Yeah. That's why you see so many arguments from homophobes that, like, kids shouldn't learn about the LGBTQ lifestyle because they equate it to teaching kids about gay sex mm-hmm. instead of just, like, showing it as another form of romantic relationship that exists in the world. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like, I took a deep dive into, like, what asexual actually means. Oh, you did? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what, like, sparked the conversation with my mom, because I had, like, this... I was trying to explain to her why I don't enjoy sex, and she's Mm. just like, well, you haven't just haven't tried the right things, or just not the right person, or I'm just like, I've had plenty of sex, thank you very much. (laughs) I've tried it all over the years. It's not working. (laughs) Yeah. But I still feel romantic love Mm -hmm. and I still have a very strong libido Mm -hmm. which was where I got confused Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the difference between sexual attraction and libido yeah 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 do you feel that after kind of starting to explore the a sexual a sort of spectrum you're finding a bit more of an understanding into your own views with sex yeah i mean after reading up on that i sort of started thinking back at my all my experiences with Mm -hmm. relationships when i was younger Mm -hmm. and stuff and it's just like everything clicked in place i'm just like this makes so much sense because every relationships i've ever gone into i've had like a strong like libido like feelings yeah and then we get into the relationship and that's gone and i have nothing i just want to get out I, I mm. never had anything to wanting to make me stay in the relationship until I met my boyfriend, who I had a romantic attraction to. Yeah. Mm. Which made me stay. And I mm. always said that, like, I've never had those feelings I had for him for anyone else. 
And so that's why the relationship was, yeah, because there was feelings beyond that immediate Because there's heavy romantic attractions to him. Yeah. But not sexual attraction. I've never enjoyed sex with anyone. And I sort of ended up having this conversation with him and explaining it to him. And I saw him understanding my reluctance because he thought that it was because of him. Right. Mm. But that it clicked for him. And he can live with that knowledge that I don't, like, want it. Mm. Just period. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 it's like, I will say this, that I'm not against having sex with him. I'm not, yeah. I'm not repulsed by sex. Yeah, and that's that's a it's... big thing about the spectrum is that I think people hear asexual and they automatically think that like you find sex disgusting, but there's a lot of ace people who enjoy having sex and enjoy having sex with their partner or whoever, mm. but they don't, like you said, it's just that sexual, sexual attraction that they don't feel themselves. Mm. That doesn't mean they don't enjoy it or want to do it sometimes like i enjoy my partner enjoying it Mm -hmm. if you know but i wouldn't enjoy if he isn't giving me the intimacy that i need in the verbal intimacy like talking and sharing emotions and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i can't get into having sex because it's just it's like giving on both ends like that's the foreplay for me is talking (laughs) the romantic act is what does it for you yeah yeah Yeah. like you you need you need that connection you need more than Mm -hmm. just that sexual attraction yeah to enjoy honestly it's that connection i find it extremely boring i'm just like that i'm just i'm not supposed to be feeling anything now you're like this is happening yeah it's very hard to explain to someone who actually has like because i've had orgasms not while having sex (laughs) i'll say that but i know what that feels like and i know that it's good but i just can't get it in sex because i don't feel you're not connected you're not you're not that's not something that you want to be doing no yeah that was a journey yeah Yeah, interesting. So is there something that you're still kind of figuring out? Do you feel the need to label or? I think I got to a point researching this recently that I now sort of understand myself better and have like, it's very sort of liberating because I've never understood why I feel like I feel like you've always assume that there's something wrong with you sort of yeah but now i understand that this isn't like something like it's normal <laughs> like this can't happen there's nothing wrong it's just like how it is and that that's helped me a lot with just being me yeah and i know i wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for like joining watching bl joining the community of fans and like this literally like the researching of like the difference between sexual attraction and libido was Faye mentioning it in the chat of our premiere and I'm just like okay yeah I'm, yeah. I'm gonna read it yeah. <laughs> like you didn't realize that they, they were two separate things yeah yeah, yeah. because it's very hard to understand the difference because you sort of like you feel 
you get like the tingling and whatnot when you see sexual content and especially fictional sexual content but it's not there for sex and it's and like i like kissing i like cuddling i like all of that it's just the moment it turns into sex it's just yeah turns it off yeah yeah so that that was my journey <laughs> yeah <laughs> to the list of journeys Pixie's been on since starting the podcast. (laughs) I mean, if you listen to our first episodes until, like, now, and our recent ones, like, Mm. we've all changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, that's the beauty of being able to talk Mm. all this stuff out with people who are understanding and Mm. who are willing to look at things from different perspectives and change their opinions. And Mm -hmm. like, that's the beauty of it that you get Mm -hmm. to explore this, all of these things in a Mm -hmm. safe environment with people who are more than willing to either help educate Mm -hmm. or just kind of point you in the right direction or Mm -hmm. change with you, which is like, which is another reason why I really love the discord server as well, Mm -hmm. is that the community in there is so welcoming, is so understanding, understanding, so varied. And I just enjoy, yeah, when people actually want to contribute to conversations Mm -hmm. from their own perspectives and Mm -hmm. their own opinions. And that also helps me think about things from a different way or think about things in a way that I never would have before. Like, that, yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... This is why I find, like, the whole gatekeeping of BL so strange. Mm -hmm. Because, especially if it's already queer people, out queer people who are gatekeeping it for straight women, getting into, like, queer media or BL and stuff. And it's just, like, these women are here to try and figure themselves out. Yeah, they might say they think they're straight when they start, but like in the journey that is BL, like you start thinking differently. You start experiencing, mm-hmm, you start having discussions around the queer community and you get drawn into it. <laughs> Even if you don't want to, you somehow get drawn into it and, and you learn so much about yourself. So, I mean, if we just, we're more open to like letting everyone in it's it would be yeah better yeah there's a lot to learn from bl and from the community and i feel like at the end of the day we want people to learn and like if having something like bl can help straight people understand the community more and be more sympathetic and respectful then I don't understand why you wouldn't want people experiencing it like even if a straight person comes into BL and doesn't have like a life-changing revelation about their sexuality or gender even just like the connection with the community and the proximity of the community like there's empathy that comes from that and understanding that comes from that and I feel like that's like it's good for the queer community you know like definitely that's like and I think a lot of it comes because of the reputation that BL has, but like, Mm. you know, that's why we want queer media in the mainstream. That's why things like Heartstopper are so important and have gotten so much traction. And like, Mm. 
Asian BL and Thai BL and, and all these other forms of BL can have that same impact to a certain degree. And so, you know, I think welcoming people who are interested and, and want to respectfully explore and get involved in BL is like super important. Yeah. I know there's a lot of discussion about MAME and if she's like doing, hurting the community or helping the community. And I get both sides. I do get why people are saying that she she is enforcing like really bad stereotypes and all that, like valid arguments. But I would argue that Mame's stories are what are bringing people into the fold. And then they are seeing the discussions. They are seeing everything that's behind and like... It's sort of a door. <laughs> it's a doorway <laughs> into the community. And like, I got into Thai BL because of Thorn Type. Mm. Mm. And after that, I've learned so much more. Mm. Because I was clueless when watching Thorn Type. I had never, like, obviously, I know that like forced interactions <laughs> are wrong in real life, but I, I've always seen it as entertainment and not. Like, it happens in, in straight romance mm. all the time. <laughs> and it's always just been, like, this romance thing in fiction for me. But I do think that there's a lot of valid points in how you present things on TV, especially if you have something like queer relationships that are seen as predatory at times. Like, people stereotype it very much, mm -hmm. like, predatory and stuff like that. So I completely agree that Darn Type isn't really the best representation. But I do think there's validity in that she's bringing an audience in that necessarily wouldn't be a part of this, these conversations if it wasn't for her show, if you know. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that argument. I also think it's... I don't know how I'm going to be able to voice this because it's kind of like swirling in my brain right now. But like, I think it's kind of, it also, it just brings to, to the forefront this like argument about the morality of media mm -hmm. and like the, the argument that like what stories fit within the BL genre and mm -hmm. do they all have to be these fluffy stories that teach us something or can mm -hmm. they be stories that are flawed mm -hmm. but they're flawed in a way that creates conversation or mm -hmm. are they just is it just a piece of media that yeah. has some good things has some bad things mm -hmm. and it's centered around mlm relationship mm -hmm. like and then where does all of that sit on this, like, I guess, morality scale? Mm. Do we have to have this morality scale in BL, in our enjoyment of BL? Like, I think there is arguments on yeah. both sides here. And I think, like, remember back when Copter voicing out what, his, what their thoughts on Emprey on TV, yeah. the Omegaverse? I do think they had a point that TV shows do have some morality here to not misrepresent the world. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it shouldn't be a TV show's role to educate the world about sex. 
and how that works. It's not a TV mm -hmm. role to tell you that men can't be pregnant. Although some people who do <laughs> see themselves or are trans men can be pregnant and have been pregnant in the past. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a very complicated thing, mm, yeah. but at the same time, not that complicated, but we don't have any education on it, which is the biggest problem there's no like in society it's uh since queerness is seen as something wrong they don't educate properly around it yeah i yeah i feel like i don't have like a i don't really know if there's an answer to this question because mm -hmm. i think talking about like how the podcast has changed our perspective on things i think like yeah before coming to this, I was very focused on how things were represented in media and how mm -hmm. queerness is represented in media. And, yeah. you know, I was one of those people who were like, fuck Mame. And like, I still don't particularly like her writing, but yeah. like, I've come to understand like these discussions around morality and how mm -hmm. that plays into media. I think coming from the perspective of someone who is a racial minority and has seen yeah. how harmful stereotypical depictions of a certain minority population can mm -hmm. be in media. I think mm -hmm. that also kind of plays into it. And when you're thinking about how you want to see queerness represented in the screen, and that's not to say like, I think every movie or TV show showing a black person has to be a good thing and they have to be the good person but it's kind of like when you're coming from this place of how you've seen yourself represented historically mm -hmm. to what you're seeing now in the media I think that plays into it and so I think when you hear a lot of queer voices saying you know I don't want to see queerness represented this way I do think like that historical aspect plays into it but at the same time like I get the argument that like flawed media can exist and that can exist to be critiqued and create discussion and doesn't necessarily, I don't know what the phrase I'm looking for is here, but I totally, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. Like these things can exist and, yeah. you know, I think there does need to be discussion around the separation of fictional media and application to real life. And I mm -hmm. think those things can, can make it a very complicated discussion because you want to separate them and it's important mm -hmm. to separate them, especially in something like BL and the way the industry is set up to kind of purposefully blur those lines. I think there is an importance of viewers being able to separate what they're watching in fiction versus how things are in real life. But then at the same time, I do think media is representation and mm -hmm. even if they shouldn't be, people are learning from it because our educational systems are very flawed. So it's just like, I feel like I keep going in a circle around like... It's honestly is a circular conversation. Mm -hmm. I think it mm -hmm. is. There doesn't seem to be an end when something changes on that circular journey, it changes the rest of it. And it just, the mm -hmm. conversation just keeps going and going yeah. and going. It's mm -hmm. like the converse, it's like the, uh, the conversation around, well, this is like years ago when GTA 
the video games were getting really popular and the violence, oh, violence that was coming out of games. that yeah. violence yeah, out of video that game, in, violence in real life and, exactly yeah. and yeah. that was such a like a circular conversation mm-hmm. that just is still actually continuing there's, just, there's to happen. endless factors to yeah. consider into it and i'm like i don't have the yeah, I don't brain have to like, process I don't have, them all. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, yeah, there's just so much to process, but I do think like I've definitely come to a place of understanding both sides when before mm-hmm. I came into it very much like yeah, on the like moral representation side of things, if that yeah. makes sense. So yeah. So I don't know. like maybe kind of like wrapping it up like this whole little conversation <laughs> with a nice little bow like so so maybe it's more just being a part of this community be your community being a part of this podcast having these conversations has more opened us up to not entertaining but listening and understanding other mm. points of view other mm. aspects other sides of the conversation other sides of the argument and not always accepting them or, or agreeing with own, them yeah, or changing exactly. our own opinions, but listening and actively thinking about that other side instead of mm. just completely dismissing it and not letting yeah. it, like not letting it in as part of something that you process. Yeah. If Absolutely. that makes, yeah, if that makes sense. My thought just kind of like stopped about halfway there. But yeah, <laughs> you, you're like you're you're there, and then like you say, it and you're like, "What was I saying again?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's there in my brain somewhere, but I don't know how to say it now. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's a it's, bit lovey dovey. Like, oh, everyone's opening up my brain, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm super like grateful for this being able to do this at all because I feel like my personal growth has been Mm. much like more giving than anything anyone else has gotten from listening to this (laughs) we do this podcast for us and uh, if the listeners come along for the ride they come along for the ride everyone else is just kind of here no but it is really cool like when you get viewers and comments kind Mm -hmm. of like saying like this isn't something I've considered or Mm. even people saying like you've expressed my thoughts in a way that I couldn't before Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know I think that that's just like really cool yeah it feels fulfilling as like someone who eventually wants to work in like the psychology field and stuff like that like being able to like foster these discussions and like mm. help people in that way is kind of mm. like, yeah, I'm like this is, yeah. this is somehow That's tied so into cool. like the things I would like to do as my career one day. So yeah. Yeah. I really love when I see comments that kind of disagree or that kind of mm. add like more to the discussion. Mm-hmm. So like not even disagree, yeah. like they, they'll, they might agree with some of the things we're saying, but they, they offer different ways of thinking or they offer mm-hmm. other opinions respectfully, mm-hmm. but they offer these other opinions that make me stop and go, huh, I never yeah, thought of it that way. Yeah. Or huh, that's not a community that I'm from. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate this opinion and now I'm going to think more on it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love mm-hmm. that aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. So please comment. Everyone comment. Your conversations. Yeah. 
like, please I think give us credit. <laughs> we're pretty like globally, yeah. racially, sexually diverse group mm-hmm. of people. But that's true. There's only four what a good of us, and we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's so it's so cool, honestly. <laughs> but like you know, that's that's still only four people and four yeah. unique identities mm-hmm. among so many out there. So we're never mm-hmm. going to be able to understand everything. Everyone. I think we can yeah. offer a lot of really cool perspectives yeah. and that's what makes this podcast really cool. And I think why we like having some of these more controversial discussions that mm-hmm. other people don't necessarily want to take on, but we are only four people. And so when we get those comments that are coming from People who identify as cishet men, which none of us do. Yeah. <laughs> people who identify as straight cishet men or gay cishet men or like all these different people. Mm-hmm. Like it offers so much and offers perspectives that we couldn't consider. And even if they mm-hmm. aren't necessarily agreeing with us, like you said, as long as the conversation is respectful, like I'm happy to have it any day. Like there are sometimes mm-hmm. I read like these big paragraph long <laughs> responses that we get and they offer so much, even if they're yeah. somewhat critiquing some of the things we've said, like it's just really yeah. cool to, to read that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. Do we want to like pivot to something that is <laughs> very not heavy? Completely different. <laughs> What's everyone watching? <laughs> Like, I am still, like, depressed that I can't watch the eclipse anymore. Uh, Wait, where? Yeah. Did you not finish it? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. I didn't want it to stop. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I was, was watching Love in the Air, right? And you all know that <clears throat> yeah. I was hyped as all all hell about the Rain Payo storyline. Mm-hmm. And then and Popeye and Sky came along, and I was... Honestly, very, very hyped about it starting, and I love the actors. Oh, but the story is terrible. <laughs> I've definitely lost momentum on a little bit on Love in the Air. Yeah, yeah. so um, the clips became my whole behind. personality after that. So, yeah. Valid. <laughs> Valid. personality pivot. <laughs> I'm currently in my post Young Royals 2 brain rot era. Oh, yeah, so right. I, I too. The show mm-hmm. dropped on a Tuesday and yeah. I was like, Who like, does that? Netflix. To... What yeah, the hell? It was such a it was such a weird choice. And I was like, I'm gonna have to like like make this work around work and I'm only gonna be able to watch like two episodes a day. And then I watched like, the first five episodes. A season <laughs> midweek. It's a weekend <laughs> drop. You yeah, know they're gonna like, binge it. I feel yeah. like that was kind of like a shady part Thing on Netflix's part because like why wouldn't you drop it on a weekend when you can get the weekend binging numbers but like it's still literally number four worldwide so fuck you Netflix mm. but literally I was like I'll probably only watch like two episodes a day and then I watched the first five episodes in one night and then I finished the finale the next day and so I'm like very much in my consuming all of the interviews and listening to the soundtrack yeah. and what reading everyone's theories era right now so yeah, I am watching some other things, but Young Royals is definitely, like, forefront of my brain right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I appreciate with Young Royals? That they don't mind showing the main couple sort of kissing other people. Because you yeah. don't see that otherwise. <laughs> and I, like, if it's part of the story, go for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it no, was I, more I, the story. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert, obviously. Oh, spoiler. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it was, it was like where the story needed to go this season. And I think that's what's mm. kind of nice about seasonal dramas to some extent is like when you're watching a BL that you know is only going to be 12 episodes and then it's done forever. I feel like that has its pros and its cons because, like, mm-hmm. seasonal dramas can get old really fast and start yeah. digging into, like, weird storylines that no one wants. But at the same time, like, having the time to kind of let the characters grow outside of the relationship, which mm-hmm. you don't really see a lot in BL, like, because it's so focused on, like, the the romantic relationship between the leads, like, mm-hmm. is the story, basically. So yeah. It's so focused on just getting these two together most of the time that you don't get to see them, like, explore outside of the relationship as much. And Young Royals was really interesting in that. And I think it was definitely needed for this season, especially for Simon or Simone is how they pronounce it in the show. And I know there's always discourse about the pronunciation of Simone. Actually, Pix is probably the best person to ask about this. You'd pronounce it the... Yeah. (laughs) Simone. Yeah. Simon. It's Simon. a Norwegian name as well. Like some some Swedish names aren't used in Norway, but Simon is like pretty much a Scandinavian name. Yeah. Ville is not. It's a Swedish thing. Ville. <laughs> I love the the. I can't do like the V. Like it. my brain's like yeah. Ville, but it's like Ville, 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 Ville. I want a whole Thai BL in, like, not the, I'm assuming it's, like, a Bangkok, like, mm. dialect. I, I want it just so. not. I want it with an accent. I want them all to have there, an accent. I want to hear one. it. I want to hear the difference. There yeah. was one that was, like, touted as being, like, a northern Thai BL. Was it? I think it was pretty low budget. Was it Taylor so the, oh, okay. I was going to say, didn't they speak some of them speak the Thousand an accent stars. in Tale of Thousand yeah. Stars? Yeah. Had some mm, people mm. that spoke yeah. the different. There was one called though. Hometowns Embrace that was like Ooh. the whole thing was that it's set in like the country in northern Thailand, and I remember like they they like promoted it very heavily as being like the first like northern Thai focused mm. BL kind of, but it was very it was only it says it's only eight episodes, and I think it was kind of low budget, so I didn't. Hometowns yeah. Embrace was it? Yeah, yeah Hometowns yeah. Embrace. Okay. Countryside to. setting. Since is we're on like a, like low budget BLs, which is like the recently the most like low budget BL that you enjoyed. Oh, I I'm Ooh. being difficult. I know. Yeah, I was <laughs> trying to think of what I've seen lately. I think maybe it's not super low budget, but Ghost Host Ghost House. I always get mixed up which way you say mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. Ghost. <laughs> Ghost host, ghost house. Ghost Pixies. Host. <laughs> oh, Pixies, Pixies being a hater. No, it's I so did, good. I do not say a word. No it's one can so say good. I said anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, if no, that was fairly, like, you could tell they don't have a super high budget. And I think it's, like, yeah. mainly sponsored by, like, the streaming app, BB, Vibe Gen, BB Gen. Vibe? So, BB, like, BB, Vibe, I don't know vibe. how to say it, but... I would say it's like you can tell the production value is not the best, but it's really, really, really. I'm 
I love that show. Same. Um, Although, okay, so I've only seen the first two episodes <laughs> because I haven't had time to catch up the next two, but I am in it. I love it. They can do no wrong. We're up to episode five now, so you have three <laughs> Damn to catch it. up on. <laughs> Shit. Okay, yeah, I do have but to catch no, up. But like, so, holy crap. So, and like, so we, good, Pixie. We, you I don't have, have to ever like, watch it. We'll just tell you how good it is. It's so good. Just, you can just observe the chemistry, and you don't have to ever watch the ghost aspect, which neither of them are ghosts. I'll say that much, but so there is uh, it's like, so good. a happy ending will happen, surely. Yeah, I think so. The leads aren't ghosts, so I think like if that's your hang-up, you don't have to worry and about that. But there are ghosts good. characters in the main cast, so take that how you will. But we'll it's so see. good. And if like, I'm desperate. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. We'll watch it. We'll, we'll just we'll watch it. We'll love it, and we'll just tell you how amazing it is. Uh, no, but like, <laughs> Baby Todd has been on my radar ever uh, since we had our love area interview. Right? Same. He had that whole same. little segment where he like prepared his little speech in English, and like because we all just like all... we all just like swooned for him in that moment, and yeah. like took him under our wing. So like, it's yeah. really exciting to watch him in this, and like he's it's so, it's so much better than. This show allows him to really show just mm-hmm. how good he is at acting. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like love area. I don't know. It just, it didn't feel like he was able to really spread his acting wings, but this show gives him the space to really, I say as I've only seen show two episodes, off. gives him the space to really show how good he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I, I was muting myself because there's someone outside of my apartment who is playing music oh. if you want to listen to it. Sure. And then they might be driving away. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, he's just been so good. And, like, I feel like the character he's playing and, like, the dynamic the characters have feels really close to what Boy and Todd's dynamic seems to be mm. in real life. So, like, it makes it really fun to watch. And mm. it's just I'm having so much fun with it. Like... Yeah, it's really good. I do love it when the main ship or the ships do have like a natural sort of chemistry mm. instead of like forced oh, service so chemistry. Even if you that reminds the show, yeah. you should watch some of their like they do like the these like vlogs that they've been doing on the the show's YouTube channel and stuff like that, and it's so. Yeah. I'm just like. Okay. Got me a little uh, Delulu from ah! some, from time to time. <laughs> Alexa, you're heading back into the Delulu. Moment. Oh, a little Delulu that. moment. That, that just reminded me of two things. One, natural chemistry. The main actors of um, Roommates of Punda. What is it? Ah, oh, Prio, whatever. Yeah, Roommates yeah. of Punda. Yeah. They're so good. They're so good. And then also extra content coming out of a show (laughs) i'm not exactly watching big dragon i watched the first episode was like "Mm, not for me but i'm seeing lots Mm. of stuff outside that i'm like oh maybe i am going to go back into the show to watch stuff because they're yeah they're outside stuff 
Like the yeah. interview in character, the what was it like dying hair in one thing? Oh, They're doing that video, yeah. yeah. That video of dying hair. Those two around. are the like, other, like oh. other videos and stuff. Like is making they have like a YouTube like, channel okay. and yeah. like a joint Instagram for like when they yeah. travel together and stuff and like, like that. Them as them is making me be like, oh, maybe I will I'm dive like, back into that show and watch the, it. Yeah. Like, yeah, is it worth it to watch like? Maybe. The show? Yeah. Because the first episode did not have me. After the first episode. And yeah. And then people have been starting to come around now that it's gotten okay. more into it. I have like a so. very love-hate relationship with Star Hunter Entertainment yeah. because I feel like they yeah. have really, really good actors in their roster and, and then they screw them over with shows like Gen Y. So... I, I, I literally still have Gen Y on my hey, list to watch, Star but Hunter, I just can't go back. Like, I, just I will can't come and write for you if you want to. We can, like, we I gave so many, like we I, so many great plots in our we recent We a better plot. Like, low cast screenwriters, hit us up. <laughs> Let us borrow some of your actors. We'll, we'll put them in a good story. Give me but. sugar, give me caffeine, put me in a room, and I will just yell plots at someone. Yeah. Let's yes. do it. I also feel like anyone, for the rest of eternity, every Mafia BL is just going to be compared to Kim Porsche now. And so I feel like even even with all the critiques we had of Kim Porsche, the production value on that show and the acting on that show just put it at a different level that I think, I don't think any other Mafia series is going to be able to live up to. So I feel like everything's just going to be infinitely compared to Kim Porsche and they're not going to win. I mean, I'm they like would the have to make pool. the story very different, mm-hmm. very different, if it mm-hmm. isn't going to be. I feel this is going to have, like, I have a prediction for next year. I think mm-hmm. that we're going to see a lot of, like, Mafia stuff popping up, because they saw the success of Kim Porsche, and they want to replicate it. But I don't think it's going to work. Mm-mm. You can't no, And, like, we do have it. the Pond and Puyin one Oh, the GMMTV one? I am yeah. excited for but that that's one. that's been... That's been on the roster for a while. Yeah. yeah like was, since yeah. last year. GMMTV last year. And, and GMMTV yeah. doesn't do it the same as Beyond Cloud. You no. won't yeah. have the heavy spicy no. scenes. Which I think is fine. <laughs> yeah, like, it is. Different, yeah, different types GMMTV's of... GMMTV's thing is GMMTV's yeah. thing. And I mean, Beyond Cloud's been... thing... GMMTV have been moving out of their comfort zone. They have a lot of good stuff this year. I've been enjoying the variety. Mm. Like, that was, I don't know if it's just, like, that chemistry or whatever, but that was spicy, Okay, but also in Vice Versa, like, Jimmy was throwing tongue in Vice Versa. That's true. Kisses have gotten better. The kisses have gotten better, hundred percent. Like the chemistry, really like, the, yeah. Like, <sighs> like they're never going to show ass. Like we're never going to get ass on GMTV. I don't need to see ass all the time. Like that's not no. But like actually having the characters look like they want to kiss each other when they have a kiss scene, that is like give me that. That's what we need. That's an improvement. It doesn't like, have don't to be, be fully like, a super out, saucy kiss, but, like, but, like, no. it can even be a, like, a, a little, a like, cutesy kiss, like little... and if it actually looks like they want to kiss each yeah. other, it's gonna come off well. You know what's yes. stuck in my mind forever is, like, this is just stuck there. This is never going away. Spoiler alert for if you haven't watched The Eclipse. The scene when they're in the bed and... Now, I 
whispers to us <laughs> about the boyfriend. Mm. Good night, boyfriend. And Ak just the smile, the, the smile. smile. I, oh my I, god! I'm just dead. Yeah. I can't not get that scene out of my head. That made me melt, like legitimately. Like that was a hundred percent the whole like it seemed so natural. On the ground. It so real. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck just? I was happened? like, I want that. I want that. I want someone to speak to me like that and make me smile like that. Well, husband's asleep, <laughs> so we're good. Um, <laughs> I have that, but I want more of it. <laughs> I want more fictional stuff like that. <laughs> yes, I want sleeping. I'm ready now. I'm going to be embarrassed. <laughs> no, but that was that was that. that was so intimate and real to me. And it's just mm-hmm. like I'm never. Those are the moments, man, that I live for. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's the it's the intimacy. So I yes, exactly. the, the thing that Bring I get it yeah, all this, back to intimacy. We're back. The yes. thing that I really love in any show that has romance, that ha- that is either centered around the romance or has an aspect of romance, the thing that I love the most is when they create moments of intimacy. Doesn't have to be sex. Doesn't even have to be kissing. Mm-hmm. These little moments of intimacy where there's a little bit of vulnerability, where the two characters mm-hmm. are showing that they they have feelings for each other, they care for each other. Mm-hmm. I eat that shit up. That's what I want to see. Like, yeah. just the intimacy. Yeah, and sometimes... And then, like, it doesn't even have to be with romantic mm. characters. Like, I love seeing friendship intimacy and, mm-hmm. and like, parental child relationship intimacy. Siblings where it's like and, yeah. Sibling intimacy, where it's, mm-hmm. like, you actually see... Intimacy might not be the best word for all of that, but, like, you actually yeah. see that it's people care for each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they feel for each other. And a deep relationship. Oh, my yeah. God. Sorry. You can probably hear banging above me at the moment. Sorry. They've got a kid up there. They have. He's, like, probably not even a year old yet. And I have a feeling that they put him on the floor and he just bangs on the floor. But anyway. It's um, like living in apartments. Right. Same but, yeah, just, like, so, yeah, in romantic relationships, I want to see the intimacy. In friend relationships, sibling relationships i want to see that aspect of like actually caring for the person mm-hmm. that is just magical and gmmtv yeah. actually starting to really show this intimacy with the romantic pairings that they have but they're also kind of starting to show friends really caring for each other so like they've mm-hmm. always shown that but there seems to just be a little bit more it's like they're really focusing in on the chemistry between all of the actors in these shows and they're really focusing on building that story or those feelings between the characters. Like what I think is maybe with the rise of like the popularity of MMTV BLs, I think that they've, the directors who are working and other people who are working on these BLs have gotten more to say about the series. Like the success of the series have given them more power to actually make choices. And what are we supposed to see in these series? Which is why I think we're getting these more realistic intimacy scenes instead of very fabricated, very scripted ones. And I Freedom. think they're utilizing yeah. their talent 
really well right now. They are finding the right matches and using their natural friendships and natural chemistry to kind of play off on screen. And I think most of that is because of the people working for them, like Piof, who made like was the one who suggested that First and Kaotong should act in the Eclipse. And he was completely right. They are perfect for that role. Mm. They are sort of listening to, like, GMMTV. We all know they are not good at listening, but they have people who work for them who are actually reading social media. They are actually, mm. like, interacting with international the fans. fans. So and, they yeah. are understanding what is being said. So... Yeah. Definitely. I definitely think that the rise in BL and the popularity in BL has given them some freedom to move beyond the formulas that they knew worked, which is the engineering and mm -hmm. the tropes that we've seen time and time again. And they're able to take risks more and listen to their actors and their directors and say, hey, maybe this could actually work. And if it doesn't, it's not going to like completely destroy our production company or something because yeah. we have enough of a standing to go on now. So we're getting to see things like Om and Nanon, who were friends before they did the series and did the series Makes because sense. of each other. The same with Earth and Mix and First and Kaltan being suggested because they're friends. And, you know, I think we've, we've seen plenty of like artificially manufactured pairings that have mm -hmm. turned out very well and have developed into great friends and have great chemistry. Yeah. But I do think there's something very special about like having two people that are already friends and then allowing them to work together in this capacity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it just brings a different dynamic to the way they act together, yeah. the level of comfort they have with each other. And the way they interact outside of the show, the way they approach the fan service, I think, comes off very differently. And mm -hmm. I think all of that, like, has definitely brought a different feel to the way GMMTV's approach to BL has been coming mm -hmm. off lately. I think it's also... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It was mentioned before, like choosing the right directors to be leading Mm -hmm. these projects. And like when we spoke with Lit and him explaining about how he would create this like level of trust with his Mm -hmm. actors and then that level of trust extended to them trusting him and him trusting Mm -hmm. them. I think that JMMTV are putting their trust behind these directors who are then building these, this level of trust between themselves Mm -hmm. and the actors and trusting the actors to, to be creative in their roles. Like for Mm -hmm. example, with bad buddy, why is the director's name just completely gone out of my brain? Piof. Thank you. Piof. Him trusting, like, Om in that bus stop scene and the way that Mm. Om characterized, well, played, sorry, that his character in that bus stop scene was different to how Piof saw it and thought about it, but then he trusted Mm. him and we got magic. Yeah. Like, I think that GMMTV are... Maybe allowing the people on these projects to be more creative, be more mm-hmm. involved, and they're potentially GMMTV as like a whole, kind of stepping back a tiny bit and just giving a little bit more creative control to the directors, to the mm-hmm. actors, to the production team, to create these shows that feel more ra- like well-rounded, feel more yeah. mm-hmm. like... <sighs> I can't think of the word, but it just, I think that it's very much, they're just giving this trust mm-hmm. over to the, to the directors, to the actors. And then that is just creating magic. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like, since they are such a big group of actors who are in BL, that if that helps them be more secure in acting in BL, making them mm-hmm. like loosen up more and be more natural with their partners and feeling like it's it's more of a safe place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of going back to that conversation with Lit, he talked about how so many actors are afraid to like let that wall down because of their Mm -hmm. image. And I think having a company like GMM TV, where not only do they have like, a repertoire of actors who are specifically typically tied to BL, but the company as a whole, I think is very much like runs on that. Everyone knows everyone. All the actors are kind of tied together. They all have friendships and different connections going on. And so I think when you're coming into a production like GMM TV puts together, I do think there's a level of safety there because you, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times are acting with people you're familiar with both on the screen and behind the scenes and so I think it probably is a little bit easier for them to kind of let go of their celebrity image and you know Mm -hmm. how they might come off on Instagram or whatever we kind of talked about and I think 
because GMMTV, that, that relationship kind of extends beyond just the shows and like their whole, like being a part of GMMTV is also part of their image. So, yeah. you know, like it makes it a little bit easier for them to kind of let those walls down and mm-hmm. expand more into the rules that they're in, I think maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes me really excited Wait. to see Lit's project with GMMTV. I hope it's yeah. part of yeah. the 2023 lineup. I really do. I really so hope excited. so too. I this is slightly off topic again, kind of. What do you guys think about the people who are leaving GMMTV lately? Have you seen some of the? I saw yesterday leaving? people talking about Mech, and then before that, Top Tap left. Like Top-tap. Frank yeah. is no longer Frank Singto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think aside from Singto, I think you Singto was one of like the biggest names in GMMTV. So I think. Mm-hmm. That was surprising to people because he was mm-hmm. like, he is a GMM TV pillar. But I think of when you think of people like Frank and Top Tap and Mech, they weren't getting work. So, yeah. so you no. know, I, it doesn't surprise me. And I think that's the downfall of a company like GMM TV is there's so many actors. There's actors who are part of GMM TV yeah. before that I've never seen before in my mm-hmm. life. And they'll Your have GMM TV in their little bio. Like, background yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. Like, the, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think it kind of is hard for someone like, for people like Frank or Top Tap who have kind of almost gotten there because like they've had their moments to shine and shows like Together and Frank and Drake had I'm your, you are my boy or whatever it was called. I'm, you know, the one that they did together. I'm T, yeah. 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 And so like they've had those like main character moments, but then like after they've had them, I feel like their opportunities have not continue to reflect that so I don't blame them for you know wanting to have more freedom to explore things that could potentially open up more doors for them Mac I saw people just talking about yesterday that he took GMMTV out of his bio and Mm. had like new contacts going in which I guess people were surprised because he just did a project this year with yeah what do you do but I mean even if they did he was in the it doesn't mean they it doesn't well, mean they won't be in GMM TV <laughs> yeah, shows anymore. exactly. They are just yeah. freelancing. Yeah. yeah, they just have to. Yeah, so I think it's just like That's it's true. not like cutting ties with GMM TV completely unless they want to, but it does give them more freedom to explore mm-hmm. beyond. And like Frank has a leading role coming mm-hmm. up with Long Lee and Love Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Keep excited that, to see actually. what comes yeah. for a top tap. Hopefully, some good things soon. And yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about next year for GMM TV because there are a lot of ships partners in GMM TV right now. They have partnered up a lot of people successfully. Definitely and not everyone's going to be able to lead a show, and I feel like fans are yeah. not going to be happy about that. No. Excellent. So, I wonder if like, like I would love double to see Neo and Louie in main roles, but are they 100%. really gonna give them that after like there's Earthmix, there's first Kowtong. People will riot if first and Kowtong don't get another I am people. I am yeah, people. I am people as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As much as I love Neo and Louie, I'm just like that first and Kowtong. Yeah. I think JMM TV used that. They did something, like, they've been releasing, like, all the merch for, like, yeah. couples, and they did that, like, partnership with 
some kind of bookstore or something where like all the couples were like appearing on different days. Oh, that's so um, like market research at the same time. As yeah, mm-hmm. money off of they were definitely 100%. using that as like a way to test the water with their big couples that they had. And there was also like some new couples, like mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his name, Ao and Boom, who were the secondary mm-hmm. couple and vice versa. They gave them oh, a yeah. whole day as part of that thing, and they've been promoting them very heavily, so people they're are... They're probably getting a show. I yeah, mean. either they're getting a show or they're going to be a secondary couple in a show. Neil and Louise was part of that thing as well, but I, yeah, I don't know. I think definitely not everyone is going to get their own Jung show. and Dong, Jung and Dong are very Jimmy. big. Jimmy and C. Pan and Poo-win I... are, you know, popular, yeah. but they have their show coming out soon, so... Mm-hmm. I need them all to be in one series, like like Why Destiny. Give us a two yeah. episode arc of everyone. Two <laughs> Come on, Jimmy, to me. Two episode arc of everyone, please. Oh kind of like how they did with our sky, but like mm-hmm. that was what, like two or three episodes with yeah, like, like four couples two or something per couple or something. Yeah, yeah. And, Let's and do then that they again. Have, like the old couple, like new kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. the pillars. Oh, Are they going to get think, shows? A lot of oh, people think mm. Tay and New are going to get another show next oh, year. So many people of, think that they're going to. Since their ship has kind of revived itself this past year. New was in Sydney. Think, yeah, I saw. I, don't <laughs> I saw you guys talking about that. Got Melbourne and then Sydney. Like Sydney is an hour drive from me. Gotta go find those. You guys go start going to find those BL boys. I missed. I missed Bilkin when he was like touring Australia. <laughs> touring Australia. Still, he was like I literally here on a holiday. I still gotta find time to go to New York and hang out at Columbia for a day so I can yes. find Toll while he's there. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's such a thrill. <laughs> It's such a thrill just there randomly was, being like, holy crap, there's like um, a BL actor in Australia. Toll was like years ago at my university and in Pittsburgh. And it was a weekend that I went home to visit my family. And he was just posting these Instagram stories Alexa. of like the places where I go to class. And I was on a bus home and I was texting my younger sibling like, what if I just get off the bus and just go back to campus back. for the weekend? And apparently he had like a what his one of his family members is like lives in my area and got married, like a cousin or something. And I was like, I'm always waiting. Now that he's in America, I'm like, come come visit your family like, members yeah. that live in this area. Like And I'll just on. like manufacture and not so creepy um uh, make you. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> casually totally normal. Just <laughs> <laughs> not creepy at all wow fancy meeting you here <laughs> you look so familiar why would where I, have why I seen you, you before so familiar definitely and just erase erase your video. your whole my like, entire max tool album on yeah. my phone <laughs> and we'll just erase like any trace of you from this whole podcast he sees is a picture of himself in underwear or something <laughs> <laughs> birthday photo shoot that he did or something. <laughs> oh, how did that get on my phone? Oh, that is so a, weird. This would be like a so great funny. story. Like, great BL. Like, let's, let's make it. <laughs> Listen, if oh, I need to go to New York and, like, run into Tool in a club and become a one-night stand, mm. I, I'll take I will live that life. that bullet. I'm going to Toll's one-night stand in New York, you know? Yeah. I, I see him out at, at the bars every single night, you know? I do what I'll got to do. Boy. 
And then I'll just conveniently, like, before I leave, be like, I also happen to run a podcast that is centered around a drama Let's that you talk. have acted in. Do you Would ever you want like to join to us for an episode? And you'd be like, was this a long way to get <laughs> Taking one for the team, guys. <laughs> Taking one for the team here. I'll do what I have to do. Oh, my God. Oh, my brain just went to, like, he's a one-night stand that then develops into a relationship that then develops into marriage, and you're like, by the way, for the past five yeah, years, years, I've been running this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. You know, coincidentally, like, four years ago, we were in touch with your manager, and, like, things just <laughs> happened to fall through. So, like, maybe now. <laughs> it's crazy how the world works out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Alexa, yeah. if you ever get married, I will take this footage and have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your wedding. Your spouse. <laughs> Just be like, hey, so are you, are you famous in any way? Like, are you going <laughs> to? So good. Oh. Yeah, okay. Same like he's on camera. <laughs> Back on topic. You know, I've been really, like, I watched, I know it's short, but I watched Choco Milkshake. Ah, uh, yeah. I got watched Strawberry. And it's the cutest shit I've ever it was seen. so yeah. funny. I was laughing so much the first episode. Like, the plot is ridiculous, but they're doing it yeah. so well. I it's can't help but enjoy it. I really actually hate the whole pet to human Thing? Like the reincarnation oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. But it's so fun to watch. Yeah, I was it like, is. I am so unironically enjoying watching this person act like a human cat and this person act like a human dog. They are freaking perfect for the roles. Like, they yeah. are embodying those animals. It's crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. How long is it? The first it's, episode is like 12 minutes. Yeah, and it's going to be 10 Ooh. episodes total. So it's yeah. like the strong, the typical It's basically a movie like, yeah. put into episodes. But I'm oh, hopeful but, like the first two yeah. episodes both have over a million views, which is like really big for Strongberry. It's so big. hopefully this is like going to lead Fair to some But I, I, Strongberry has before only been doing queer media and now they're moving into Isn't BL because they're calling this first BL. BL. Yeah, yeah, this is their first BL. They are calling it a BL and they're doing like the typical BL trope. <laughs> mm. So I hope that this is kind of their way of intermingling their their knowledge about queer media into BL and just Ooh, like using the yeah. best best of both worlds. Yeah. And because they are masters at doing low budget, really great stories. Yeah, and absolutely. they have like they mm-hmm. have a very thorough knowledge of queerness. <laughs> that's, that's all they way to say that. They have a thorough knowledge of queerness. Everyone's queer. Everyone's queer. So I think like them getting into the BL sphere and opening mm-hmm. it up is going to make something really amazing. And I hope if they mm. get the views, get the money from this, they can start upping their budgets. And imagine what we could get if yeah. Strongberry had True. their budget. Like, I think about when we talked to Kang Wu and he was talking about how they usually film for, like, 
two weeks max. Like, mm-hmm. imagine ha- them having, like, more time and more episodes and being able to do longer episodes. Like, mm-hmm. even if it only gets up to, like, 30 minutes where we see, like, the standard KBLs at right now, like, that would be huge because Strawberry yeah. is typically doing, like, 8 to 10 minute episodes. And, like, even Chocolate Milkshake having 10 episodes is a lot it's more huge. than we typically see yeah. from the Strawberry show. So, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm excited to see, and hopefully this will bring more funding and more opportunities and some sponsors their way and they'll be able to like do more because if they can do more like they will the kbl market will belong to them and yeah it's really exciting to think about yeah i am sorry and if anyone listening to this haven't watched choco milkshake yet it's on youtube Go mm-hmm. watch it. It's free. It's Go watch it. so good. Give it a little like. Like, even if you hate that kind Comment, of, like, trope. Share. Even if you hate that kind of trope, I promise you, you, you're gonna love this. I, I usually don't like fluff, even. Like, you guys know me. Yeah. <laughs> no ghosts, no fluff. <laughs> no, That's Pixie no in a fluff. nutshell. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> but this, it was just so cute. Mm-hmm. And I can't get over it. Yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of fun watching it. But yeah, like even if you're don't not interested in it all, it's ten minutes. Just let it play in the background on your computer and give yeah. them the view, give it the and views. then yeah, go go about like your day. It. You know, press Thank the you. like, do a comment. Just like everything helps. And if you do doing... want to support them financially, I know they have channel memberships, and they Thank say you. that that's the best way to support them financially right Definitely. now. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. those are the production, these are production companies that need our support the most. Yeah. Like these smaller queer production companies that yeah. have the potential to do big things. So yeah. 100%. Like GMMTV doesn't need any more of your money. They've got plenty. <laughs> They've got money. Talking about shows that we're kind of enjoying at the moment. I'm enjoying My Tooth, Your Love. So jumping over to Taiwan. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't started it yet. But I know the author. Taiwanese dramas are, like, Taiwanese BLs are my jam. I don't think I've ever not actually liked one. Yeah. History 4 is an anomaly because, like. (laughs) We didn't talk about her. History 4 doesn't exist. (laughs) Everything else that I've seen of Taiwanese BLs I have loved. And I'm really, I'm behind a little bit. I'm behind on everything. What's new? But I'm loving my tooth your love yeah like it's it's the same writer as we best cute. love trapped oh. Oh. make her days count literally all my favorites yeah. <laughs> i need to talk about how taiwan keeps having wayne and she <gasps> appear together like, don't talk to me about that give them another series they have cameo in like every other time when he's spreading out there. salt in our wounds <laughs> <laughs> Japan at the fan meet for plus and minus. Like, yes, all that photo. All this stuff mm-hmm. together. Just give them another series. I feel like yeah. they clearly would like to continue acting together. Yeah. And they are one of the most popular Taiwanese pairings to come out of Taiwanese BL yeah. so far. Like, 
The I money is there. Cry if they get I do not one. need another season of Make Our Days Count. I don't need that. No, I, I would really love to see them in a new project. Yeah. Yes. I, would, I was like, I would watch but, it. Yeah, I'd watch it because I love Make Our Days Count is like a top five BL for me. I yeah. loved I hate it. The last episode. I if still you, love it. If you say that I still episode love it. was just a dream or something, then I'm fine. <laughs> oh no, don't do that. Don't do that. But like, oh. anyway, I would I like to see them in a new project, hundred percent. If the only thing they will give us is a season two of Make Our Days Count, I will also take that. I would watch it. If that's all they would give us, I would watch it. But yeah. I just but want I watch it. I, I, I do want, want it, them in a new I'll, thing. I'll watch it. <gasps> they keep playing but with like, their hearts, Taiwan. showing them everywhere together. Just hits it out of the park. All the, yeah. I don't know what it is about Taiwanese BLs that just they it just reaches into me. Put their little claws into me and never lets go. Like, I love them so much. I think they're a little hit or miss. I think, uh, like, the one the one with the weird name, House Something, I do... Beloved in House? Yeah. Uh, Beloved in House. Yeah. That, oh, I, Beloved what, in House? What was Beloved that? In house? Like, Beloved in House? Like, I don't... See, yeah, the name I don't mean, mind the actors. I just don't understand what that story was. I just... Yeah, what that was, was a that? bit... That was a bit strange, but I still enjoyed it. Just not. (laughs) I can't understand that. that Like I I watched the whole thing. It wasn't terrible, but it felt so off because usually, like in the Taiwanese shows, the storytelling is really great. Even in History Four, for all its flaws, at least it had a story. It was a fucked up story, but there was a story in. Uh, beloved thing there wasn't really a story it was a non-story yeah it was very much like forced cohabitation yeah guy has a metal allergy but works in a jeweler yeah and then it was it was very similar to Poon Death 304 except Poon Death was like I really like that one I didn't finish Beloved in House I can't remember how far I got in it but, it was yeah, like was strange with the mom moving in, and I was just like, "What is even happening here? What am I watching?" I didn't see any character development. I didn't see any like real story development. No like proper interactions between all the characters. It's just like everything felt so random. I think like the miscommunication that was used in that show wasn't used effectively so there was a lot of confusion Mm -hmm. i think that's potentially a big letdown of the show was that a lot of it was meant to be kind of based around miscommunication and stereotypes like stereotyping these like the other guy and da 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 da. but like the it wasn't used well no so a lot of things got a bit confusing and wasn't it like the story was also, when it, like, okay, forced cohabitation, but it was also he, like, he fell in love a long time ago, mm-hmm. and there was an it, element of that. It was a sure. lot into one yeah. story, and it's just like you have no. That's time true. There was actually, a lot. Yeah, you had no okay. time to explain the plot or explain the characters yeah. or maybe it was just anything. too though too much in that one story. If they just yeah. stuck to like one or two things, yeah. 
True. Did saying that I still s- love Taiwanese BLs. <laughs> Did you see that they're supposedly like Miracle is back on? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the same author as We Best Love. <laughs> Again. I'm so excited. She is such a good <gasps> writer. Like it's insane. Like she is for Taiwan. What? Huang Dasol is for Ooh, Korea. Huang Dasol, the queen. Mm-hmm. She is the queen, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm. Taiwanese queen. Korean, Korean queen. Oh, are you guys watching, is it Kabe Koji? The I Japanese? I haven't started it yet. One with the, with the, with the... The, the writer and the idol. BL writer, the manga mm-hmm. writer. And the idol. I've heard about it. I just got completely lost because you pronounced that so, like, Yes, yeah, sorry. I was like, that what? I was oh, like, did I? Oh. What? Are we talking Japanese now? <laughs> what? There's Heather no out out secret of... languages on us. <laughs> Are you Japanese the one that, like, my accent doesn't butcher? <laughs> no, but seriously, it's... I listen to a lot of Japanese. I, I watch a lot of manga, um, anime. And dude, that just like, I thought, oh, that's really cool. like, what's that? <laughs> All right. That's okay. If I ever need to like shock you, I need to learn something in Japanese. <laughs> but yeah, is that, is anyone? Okay. So no, All I, right, well, I think it. it's fun. I want to watch it. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's very Japanese. It's yeah. very like you watch it and you like, and you'd be like, mm, yes, this is very, very Japanese, very like manga brought to life, mm-hmm. like straight out, walk straight like that out of that Japanese book. Japanese BLs, so. same. Like it's it's just same. what they. No one else can make that work except for yeah, Japan. 100%. And I love it, absolutely love it. Like it's so odd that it's you so watch odd. it and you're like, this is yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just an odd series in general but it's just fun so fun yeah i couldn't get in like the other one that just like recently ended the amagikon oh uh, i could not get into that that one i could not get into it i do not know what was that i did have a lot of fun with that one i just there was something with the story that just it, I just didn't connect at all. It was yeah. very jarring at first, like, figuring out the timeline. Like, the way they set up, like, telling the story at first. Mm. I think a lot of people were confused, like, especially after, like, the first episode or two, the way they set up the storytelling there. But, yeah, yeah I thought, I know a lot of people were, like, frustrated with the lack of communication and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I have fun with it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I've been in a very, like... <laughs> My mood lately has been very head empty, no thoughts needed media. So Mm -hmm. stuff like that has been really hitting for me lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I've been enjoying like a lot of the shorter, like eight to 10 episode, like 30 minute BLs Mm -hmm. and like everything else have like just been, aside from like my only 12%, which is emotional. The only thing that's going through my head like nowadays is one I'm missing the eclipse and I will miss it and I'm making edits nonstop because of it. <laughs> Two, between us is happening. Between us yeah. I was going to mention that I was like there is, is no happening. way we can do this between without mentioning us between us. Happening. It's happening. Oh, I don't know what that noise was. Oh my god. Years in the making. 
I'm so excited. Holy crap. We all are. We're all so excited. Imagine not being excited about one day. us. Like, Less than one day. Less than 24 <laughs> hours. Literally. At the time that this episode comes out, it will have long since started, Oh, it will have already Yeah, that's true. <laughs> at the time of recording us, we are less than 24 hours from the first episode of Between Us, and it's wild. We're going to have to I... fight over who live tweets this bloody show. Like, seriously. <laughs> we should do it from our personal accounts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If we all want to live afterwards. tweet it. I saw Twitter. Someone was like talking about how Bible and Bill like came out of nowhere. Have you ever seen anyone like a side couple being this big and having this it's like, fandom and being huge? Like, and I'm just Let like, me tell have you <laughs> seen Boon Prime? <laughs> right. <laughs> they had like what? All up, thirty minutes of a sh- of that show was yeah. them, and they have had this fandom rally behind them for years. Yes, to then end up with this show that is that literally has the fandom in shambles. Like we are so yes. excited. Yes, like yes, Bible builds awesome. Can- I'm sure they'll yes, do massive things, but but Boon and Prem. they are not. They're in the not same the first. Class. They are I'm not. Sorry, not they the are not in the same. Wait, class. <laughs> Pixie's like, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, but like, it's weird what triggers 100%. you sometimes. But that sort of triggered me. Well, like, we, we all know Boone is one of your your few. Mm, your that's oh. like one of the few people in your roster of BL boys. Mm. So you gotta mm. show up for him. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I will always be here for Boone. Mm. Mm. Between, oh my God. Yeah, I feel sorry for anyone who is in BL fandom that is like not excited about Between Us because that's going to be yeah. all anyone is talking about yeah. for yeah. the next three months. I had to do I the mean, math in my head. Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. if if Between Us isn't trending like worldwide, I will be surprised. Oh, it's going to be trending. Oh, it's going to be trending. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so along with that. Freaking... Don't know why this is a connection. Cutie Pie special app. Oh, I just I'm saw that they, the they did their app. last filming for it yeah. today. I think they said it's supposed to come out before the end of the year, isn't it? Yeah, they said. So that would mm-hmm. be exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Yeah. So oh my god, no, I'm back on I'm back on between us. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I brain mean, flip blip. <laughs> I'm back like, there. Now that we've brought it up, I don't think there's gonna be thinking about anything else. <laughs> some people are worried because there are so many couples in it. But at the uh, same time, if you look back at Until We Meet Again, there was a lot of couples in well, that, too. But also, I like, feel like, in general. Yeah, yeah. Like, side couples are a necessary part of BL. Like, there's very few BLs that don't have a side couple in them. Mm-hmm. And a 12 Wabi-sabi, BL yeah, cannot Wabi-sabi live without side couples. Historically, like, Until We Meet Again had a bajillion. Love by Chance had a bajillion. Like, that's just Studio Wabi Sabi loves side couples. But also, like, I, I feel like a lot of people are saying, like, oh, there's gonna be five because Dean and Parm. They're including Dean and Parm in it. I don't think they're going to be just in it as cameos. much. As, yeah, so yeah, but they're also I think, established. I wouldn't yeah. exactly consider yeah. them a full I side. Yeah, I think we'll see. Yeah. I think that we'll see Parm more as like part of the yeah. friend group between Manal yeah. and him and team. But I know for a fact that when Ohm first showed up on set, 
they said he only had time for like five shoots. Yeah, I was going to so, say, didn't they? Isn't that yeah? They're saying that he had he was so busy that mm-hmm. he literally has only had time yeah. to do like a day or they did, two. Days I think he was there for five cues. So Dean and yeah. Parm are going to be. They're there more for like. The fans of Until We Meet Again, and like I'm yeah, very I mean, glad they are essential for the story. Yeah. They are yeah. in the story. Like this is going. The story is going to move along the same parallel, 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 like parallel yeah. to. So Until I think we we'll see shots. Until we we'll see again. shots of them yeah. to show like where we're at in the Until We Meet Again. Yeah. Parallel universe. Yeah. But their they story has been told. Old, the old material as well for yeah. some of the scenes with possibly old. yeah. Maybe. But yeah, their, their story has been told, so I don't think we're going to be seeing them Yeah, and, and the love story with the Queen Sammy. Um, Manau. Manau and, um, and I don't know what his name is. Probably. I can't remember. Maybe the character's name Maybe. is Frank, I think. Character. I don't think that's going to be like a central story. I think they're no. just going to have it at the site. Probably it's a head storyline, so they're going the to. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the one between... I don't oh, know the, the characters' names. And Yacht Yacht's, and Oreo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, and one and ABC crew. Tool, Tool I think, so. I think and is Yacht's character's crew name. As well. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the actor Benz and the other actor's oh. name I think is Tay. I love Benz. Be but did Benz anyone feel so like Benz came out of nowhere to be part yeah. of this? Is Benz a part of Wabi Sabi? Because he's also in my only 12%. I don't know. But I love yeah. him. I love him. So he, he just felt like just yeah. When I saw him in, I mean, he was going to be part of this project. I was like, that feels out of nowhere. I mean, Wabi has a habit of like getting connections, even if they're not in mm. the company, and using yeah. those connections yeah. over and over again because they're yeah. really comfortable using who they yeah. trust over and yeah. over again. Which I love because so, then you end up with like some gold because everyone yeah. works so well Knows together, and you just other, it's like yeah. the formula. You've you found your formula, so. Let's yeah, I mean, with it. Prem isn't with Wabi He's not Sabi. under Wabi Sabi, no. technically, mm-hmm. no. But yeah, I'm not worried about the side couples. I think no. I think we're going to do win in team justice. I think the Wabi Sabi team knows how important this story is to people, and that's why 100%. they delayed it and made sure to take their time so that the author yes, could be yeah. involved, so that they could put the time and resources they needed to put into mm-hmm. it. So, like, I'm not... Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I don't worried. think we need to worry I'm about this story. At all. No, and I'm Wabi Sabi, I will admit, went through a rough patch for me with their projects, Seven but, project. like, this year, their I shows have been hitting Seven it project. out of the park. I, like, mm-hmm. yeah, so... Yeah. I think Wabi Sabi excels at shows like Until We Meet Again mm-hmm. and Between Us and my only 12% that have more of that melancholy type of feeling yeah. to them and so I, yeah. i'm not worried about this mm-hmm. wait a second was seven project the one where santa and Heart were okay. in school and there was like the kiss in the bathroom yeah there was like a drunk kiss okay, i did watch yeah. that mm-hmm. i did watch that yeah everything and else i didn't watch i remember Everyone was pissed about the one with Sammy, Sammy and oh, I don't know how to say I the actress's name, that. but yeah, the way that one played out. Because that um, was meant to be like a GL-esque. GL type of one. And then, then they like had some moments, but then there was a man, male character that kind of got in the mix and people weren't happy about it. So, yeah. but everything else. Like, like if the characters aren't canonically by and the story is meant to center around two girls 
Like, don't we don't need the man. We yeah. don't need the man. We don't, we don't need the man. Not everything needs to be. Just the let man. the girls Come kiss on, and fall in love. We, we, I guess we or just at least fall in love. Like, just what? Just, don't just, do, just like, water end up together. Thing. Don't do the water boy thing. Not everyone needs a man. <laughs> it's okay, guys. Like, it's okay. In well, Gap, we trust. Gap is coming out in three <gasps> weeks at this point. The trailer dropped the trailer while dropped I was asleep. Gap. I haven't seen it yet. What do you guys think about, so like, the drama with them so censoring the trailer because of the. The original trailer? Yeah. They haven't oh. censored the new one, right? Not that I know. I think of. they made an uncut okay. version of it. I don't know. Yeah, the the other uncut. trailers were like three different versions. There was like a sweet, a spicy, and an emotional or something. Okay. Yeah. And then I they censored the spicy the one, one. They dropped today. I just saw it said uncut. A lot of Thai and then uncut. <laughs> so, I'm even talking about they're the doing show that itself. these days, yeah. actually. But yeah, I. That's another yeah. thing where I see both sides because mm-hmm. I know a lot of the people that were frustrated about it were people who identify as women-loving women who mm-hmm. were worried about the hypersexualization of lesbians. And, yeah. But at the same time, it's the, like... This girl love genre isn't targeted towards cis men, straight men. Yeah. So you don't have the same eyes mm, on yeah. it as you would true but i think like also context like contextually historically a lot of women loving women mm-hmm. content has actually been targeted towards cis men so it's a yeah, little bit yeah, of a knee-jerk yeah, reaction yeah, definitely for yeah. certain things mm-hmm. to be like yeah, oh, wait let's think about it from that. yeah yeah let's yeah think i understand that. where yeah. they're coming from and I understand that that's a reaction you would have if you've mm-hmm. experienced what they've they what they do experience on like mm-hmm. a daily basis. Yeah, by like coming, living in this world. And yeah, just, being hypersexualized yeah. all the time. And yeah, I but, get it completely. Yeah. At the same time, I don't think I don't think like Gap is the show that's trying to do that sort of thing no 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 no. no. i think i'm i'm really excited to see a gl like an actual Mm -hmm. a gl a story Mm -hmm. that fits within like the i guess like the bl area glbl like and see what the reaction's going to be but see how they tell the story Mm -hmm. especially because like you said it's not aimed at cis men it's yeah. aimed I mean, there's gonna be at a queer a audience. Heavy, there's going to be a heavy romantic element to it, which isn't yeah. going to be very like what cis straight men usually Look watch for. for. Like, mm, especially yeah. those that are hypersexualizing lesbian True. relationships. Yeah. True. So I think it's not going to, like, there might be clips that will go viral on oh well we've seen we've seen with some of the trailers some of the kisses Mm -hmm. in the trailers have gone pretty viral i think i mean that happens with bl as well exactly exactly i think idol factory has have shown through secret crush on you which i think kind of surprised everyone with how amazing yeah well done the representation was and how much care they put into the story which originally people kind of wrote off as kind of wacky and over the top which it was in some yeah. ways but like it turned out in there the end that they, 
Yeah. So and much so, hot. <laughs> you know, I think I trust them to put that Do into right. Gap as well. Mm-hmm. And Saint has talked a lot about how he really wanted to do a GL for that reason, because mm-hmm. like he wants to let them have the same opportunities that BL is having right now and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm excited for it. And I'm excited yeah. for GL to have all of the same opportunities for over-the-top stories and Agreed. all of the stuff that BL has been getting for years. Yeah. You know, like, it's time now. And there's so many GLs lined up for next year that, like, yeah. I'm excited to hopefully have that boom. And I think Gap is yeah. going to be the the yeah. front line of, like, seeing what the yeah. reactions will be like and stuff like that. So. I'm actually very surprised that it's Idol Factory and Gap that's kind of, like, mm-hmm. leading the charge or maybe mm-hmm. just, like, dropping the first like the first, gl yeah. of this whole tie um, gl tie like, gl tie gl yeah. yeah yeah i thought of it would have been gmmtv like talk, if you spoke to me a year two years ago i would be like gmmtv they've got it 100 yeah. percent. but i'm I just think, like no. i think like the corporate bl industry don't completely understand what you can call the female gaze what is making people i would more call it like the feminine gaze (laughs) yeah because they don't understand that we're not like just looking at these shows because we want to see hot men right yeah they don't understand that like they think that's the reason they think we're hyper sexualizing everything and just want to see hot men making out yeah yeah and I think that's but why it's not the reason why mm-hmm. we're watching it. So they just mm. haven't understood that yet, which is why we're not getting GL at the same rate. Mm. They didn't they don't know what think the it's audience make the would money. be. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they don't think the straight women will tune in for a GL because it doesn't oh. have the male, the male audience that they think the male stars. I guess Gay, that they think the whatever, female yeah. audience wants. Yeah, no, but. I think the community is going to show up. Agreed. And I've seen a lot of excitement from BL fans that even if they're not particularly excited about Gap, want to support mm-hmm. the show because they know how important it is. And mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. And I'm just like, I'm really excited for it. I don't care if it's bad. Same. I'm, same. Uh, I'm, I'm the same as well. I'm like, I don't care if it's bad. <laughs> I don't care if it's bad. I will watch every episode and I will defend same. it. Same. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be the bad. Story. <laughs> no, I'll I don't be there for the story, and I'll be there for the hotness. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. don't care if you're a man or a woman. If you're hot, you're hot. You're hot and I am not insecure Preach, enough Pixie. that I can't watch, like, a hot woman on screen and tell, Period, like, say Pixie. that she's hot. Yep. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. ready And to appreciate see... that for what it is. <laughs> I'm ready to see Freen and all of her pantsuits and high heels and want her Please, to step on that's me. that's my weakness. Um, I mean, I do have, like, this thing for, like, mass femme women. Like, androgynous, kind of. Yes. Like, the Uranus. The Uranus, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're they're Uranus. Yeah, yeah, like the The lead actress, yeah. Yes. I mean, who wouldn't? Like, (laughs) that's, like, the kind of woman that will, will, like, make you question your sexuality. (laughs) several times <laughs> and there are a lot of these women on tiktok as well so One i'm just year sitting from here now, and i'm Pixie just like oh is going to have another revelation through the podcast <laughs> so 
So actually, guys, I always used to be the only straight woman on this podcast, but really. Am I really? Join us, Pixie. Join us. <laughs> when you take, okay, when you take the, the equation of sex out of the mix, then... Like I don't want to have sex with men. Fluid. I don't want to have sex yeah. with women. But I, I like I find both attractive. So for b- I guess I guess you now need to ex- explore if you can be romantically attracted to women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to this talk is... you into anything, Pixie. We are not trying to push the gay agenda right now, but. <laughs> like a 33 year old because i've no, never, no, I've no, never no, no 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 i've never no. been like i've never thought that women are unattractive i've always thought that women are attractive i've just never could imagine having sex with them and now you're like actually i can't imagine i having can't sex like with anyone so no, so yeah. that's taken out of the window so now I'm not like I'm just as attractive to a woman as I am to a man. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm so confused. No, it's you need to figure it out right this second Here, as well. Listen, like, if we can take anything away from some of the bullshit that Kit Connor has had to go through this past oh, week, we don't need yeah. to be forcing labels on people. If people don't want to. Say how they identify. Mm. If you just want to say, I'm attracted to both men and women forever, but I don't want to put a label on that, then that's fine. Like, you know, like, and there is no age limit to understanding your identity. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. that's I mean, I was because... thinking the other day that, you know, life would have been so much easier if we could all just, like, get a, like, a sexuality coach when we were kids. <laughs> just to get understand what Just these feelings mean. Shit. Yeah. It would right? be so much easier if everything wasn't yeah. already taught to us from a heteronormative lens yeah. from childhood, yeah. but that's a whole other discussion. But yeah, mm, yeah, like, just explore, man. And whatever you come to is whatever you come to, and like, yeah. mm-hmm. there's no age limit for that, and there's no label that needs to be put on that, so. Yeah. It's just exciting yeah. to understand more about yourself, no matter how old you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does, like, help a lot with your mental strength Mm. to sort of understand your own feelings better. And I don't Mm. think I would have ever gotten here, even if I went to a therapist to talk about this, just because it's the world, the society is so heteronormative Mm -hmm. that you don't get those conversations, you don't get those experiences from everyday life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good place to end it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I actually like, kind of need to go. I was like, we've been, talking for, we've been recording for two hours, so Oops. probably a good place well, to. That's kind of like what happens yeah. <laughs> when this we is just what chat. happens when you don't give us a topic to talk about. And if this yeah. is what the people yeah. wanted, then this is what the people will get. Give and this what is what you want. got today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are we going to write a description for this episode? God knows what I we speak about. Don't know. Rambles. Love test rambles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about anything for two. I don't know. 
We'll have to figure it out if we decide to release it. We'll need to brainstorm. (laughs) True. Very true. So, yeah, if anyone has... If anyone has any thoughts, leave a comment, I guess. Like, I don't know what to ask for you to you write about, about because anything. this is random as all hell. Yeah. Ramble back any at thoughts. us. <laughs> any thoughts on anything? Just, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and please rate, review on all the podcast platforms. Uh, follow us on and subscribe on YouTube because... That helps us out a lot <laughs> to be seen. And yeah, talk to us on social media and everywhere. And we will see you all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye, friends. Oh my god, oh there. This could probably be a therapy episode. Nah. Mm. Oh my I, hair! I mean, every episode we sort of record is therapy for me. It's therapy so. somewhere. That's there. true. That's true. Work through some things. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.